Hey guys, this is your host, Gooby, and welcome to the Toon Balloon Podcast, our outlet to discuss, theorize, and enjoy our favorite webtoons with the occasional anime and manga sprinkled in between. In today's episode, my friends B, Panda, and I will be discussing one of our new favorite series, Suitor Armor by Purpa. If you haven't checked this series out, then we highly recommend you give it a go. Here is a synopsis to get you curious. Lady in Waiting, Lucia, believes getting through the royal wedding will be the toughest part of her new life. That is until she finds herself falling head over heels with Modius, an up-and-coming knight to the king's guard. With her newfound interest, she is quickly awakened to the mysteries of the kingdom when she learns Modius is in fact an enchanted suit of armor without a soul. Could there be more to him than just shining armor? Now, if you have read the series and love the creator's work as much as we do and would love more opportunities to support the creator, then please consider checking out their Patreon. I will be sure to leave links to all of their means of support in the description box below. Before we start, I must say that there will be spoilers, so you have been warned. Now, let's talk. Suitor Armor, Episode 60 by Purpa. Uh, hey guys, so today we are going to be discussing Suitor Armor, episode 60, and I am joined here with B and Panda. Yes! Hey! hey. Yes, this one's going to hey. be... Yes, Panda got a new mic. She feeling she crisp. Did. <laughs> I recommended crispy, this webtoon, and I'm so happy. Like, I'm so happy we can talk about this now. I read it in one night, guys. One night. It was really it's good. so good. <laughs> It's really good. This one definitely is up there and like the leading series and I could see why. Yes. I'm so glad you recommended it because I literally sat and read it in one freaking night. It's so yes! good. I never thought I could love a suit of armor the way I love a suit of armor. I don't expect myself to fall in love with a suit of armor, but somehow exactly. I fell in love with a suit of armor and it's, it's modious and it's just. I love it. You're my man. If I thought anyone was a real man before, it's a lie. You're the <laughs> only real one for me now. So we're we're kind of going to discuss, yeah, like this episode, and we'll me and B are gonna play Norix and Modius. Uh B, were you gonna do Modius, right? Yeah, okay. I got you. All right. And then uh Panda is gonna do sound effects and <laughs> she's going yes. to lead us through with the content <laughs> warning. So Let's go. Yo, this is hilarious to me. <laughs> I got this. I got this, y'all. I'm going to do it. All right. <laughs> Three, two, one. Content warning. This episode contains violent and upsetting imagery that some viewers may find upsetting. Please proceed with 
caution. Get it. Get it. <laughs> yes, queen. Thank you. Thank you, y'all. Thank you. I'm so glad I'm here today with my two biggest fans. Okay, y'all. Yee. I'm done. <laughs> okay. So right here, Norix is reading off of his book studiously, going over mage fever. Hmm. What are you reading? Gods, must you sneak up on me like that? My apologies. Anyways, it is nothing. Just a little research. Research? About what? Nothing that concerns you. Did you ask this many questions when you were assigned to guard Lady Lady Lucia? Yes. God's bless her soul, then. Hmm. I suppose I should thank you for saving her. Gods only know what could have happened if you hadn't reached her in time. Imagery. Very violent. Very violent. Burns. Ah. Concern. Do not be... I... Do not like being away from her. Okay, so from what we've read so far. <laughs> yes. He's so cute. <laughs> I love him. I love his expressions too. Like he's just so big with such a big smile. And I'm like, ah! I know. I fre- I, he's the cutest little thing ever. I freaking love him. I just want to, I don't know. Can't pinch his cheeks. He's metal, no, you, anyways. You just... <laughs> I would just hurt myself it. at that yeah. point. <laughs> like, but, um, say the artist is awesome for the fact that we get so much emotion from his one eye. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I, when I first noticed that, like earlier on, I was like, hello, am I seeing things? What's happening? Why is there like reaction from a suit of armor? Why? And then I was also questioning why am I reading a webtoon about a suit of armor? Why am I doing this? Because and now I'm like, why? (laughs) After reading the the whole thing, I'm just like, why didn't I read this before? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's so subtle too because he doesn't make like, I mean, he's such a still face. He doesn't have a face. He's just a helmet, really. But it's just so subtle. You know how he's feeling. You know what he is feeling towards other people. And you know when he is, you know, feeling for mm-hmm. Lucia compared to like, let's say Norris right here. You know, it's just so vivid. And he doesn't do much to really like get you to realize like, oh yeah, he's definitely feeling happy or sad or angry. It's so good. I also love how he's been learning English. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, you make me warm. Oh, that, so is one of the- mm-hmm. that was one of my favorite scenes I really speaking of like um Modius and his like point of view and stuff like that I really like the chapter that we started that was in his point of view and it really gave me more insight I guess on him like that he's an actual feeling like thing I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> not really a being but you know whatever mm-hmm. And I, I love, just, oh, I love before, him. Before, just a softy. Before all the fire and like jumping out mm-hmm. and saving her life and being like that, oh, historic. <laughs> but he was the hero all throughout this. If you think about it, she was going to this formal event by herself, 
feeling out of place. And our man showed up, showed out, gave her a flower, looking prime. Okay, I love that. Can we talk about freaking Perez and what's his name, Baynard? Mm-hmm. I oh, freaking love God. them. I freaking I love them so much. They are the best wingmen. They are the best friends. And honestly, the chapter where we found out that they're, you know, a couple, I was so happy. I looked at them and I'm like, yo, I honestly, I love it so much. In the beginning, I thought Baynard was going to be like an ass, honestly, but like, I think it's the cutest thing. And his relationship with Modius is just, I love it. And when Modius like tapped him on the head and was like, well done, I think, or something, it was so cute. I love them. I love that they are the whenever they were like, oh, you guys see us, like, you're not going to say anything, right? And she's like, you're cool with me being friends with armor. (laughs) Of course, you keep it chill about us. We keep it chill about you. Exactly. (laughs) Also, I love the scene where, like, after, you know, carrying her from the burning fire, he's like, where do I go? Like, whatever, right? Like, the first people he thought of were Baynard and Perez. He's like, and then he goes, they they are our friends. Like, they can just trust them. And on, I was like, I wanted them to, like, kind of know that she's a fairy. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know how I would have wanted them to find out. And I guess, okay, this was obviously not the perfect way, but whatever, because she got hurt. But, like, they're real It was they're kind of the perfect way, though. Yeah, it kind of was. It kind of was. that way, they knew that she wasn't trying to be malicious. She wasn't trying to start this war or extend it. She had been hiding it this whole time. And they completely understood it from the relationship that they were hiding. So they couldn't be mad at her for something that they already did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was perfectly executed. Yeah, it really was. I, I, I just was like, okay, it sounds bad because she was literally burnt to a crisp. But, you know. Yeah. Other than that, I think it was literally the most perfect way it could have been, like, you know, outed to them at least, because it really also shows them, like, if they didn't help her at the time or if they did, like, who they are as people. And I freaking loved it. Like, they were shocked, but they were like, we got you, boo. Like, we got oh. this. Modius, guard the door. We got her. Oh my gosh. I, the, uh, <laughs> this webtoon is so, it <sighs> makes me feel so good I inside. It. I am warm. I am warm too. <laughs> the fact Debbie, that, yeah, Debbie, are you warm? I'm warm. I feel I feel so sure? good just thinking of that scene where he's just dolled up in all those roses. He's ready for his woman in that yes! dynamic pose. I was like, get your girl, get her, tell her how you feel. He was Mr. Steal your girl because really Norix over there was like, hey, we can dance together. We can do this. And he's like, not she mine. <laughs> That's freaking funny. I loved that. And the, the other scene where he like gives her his uh, cloak. Mm-hmm. That was also so cute. And then freaking freaking Baynard gives his to Rodius. <laughs> and it's I'm like, what is this friendship? I love it. And it's a freaking scarf. Scarf and Modius. Yes, I agree. And he's like, I like the color. That's so cute. Aww. I was in yes. love. I'm sorry, I I'm just, like backtracking a lot just because I read this. Uh, 
Well, we were going to tap into it. This is our first time talking about the series, oh, you know, okay, tap into your crazy. favorite bits. You know, we touch on things that make us remind each other of some of our favorite parts. We'll have to dish out how we feel. I yeah. I just love that, you know, Norik's here. He doesn't really humanize Modius so much. And I mean, he's a suit of armor, but he does have like a personality. He does have like his own sense of um, not authority. What is the word that's good for? Like, I don't know. He has his own capabilities and everyone yeah. kind of recognizes that. And I love he has that. Like his own like opinions too. I yes, he does. He, he has his own state of mind and, you know, Norix has never been, he doesn't see that side of him because Modius is so selective of the people he does, which I think is really interesting. Cause I wonder like many theories, which we might tip on later in the episode. Cause I think we'll be able to touch on a little bit more is he's more than likely from an actual person. My big thing with Norix is he doesn't give Modius that opportunity. He's very quick to shut it off. And you can tell that there's something he's hiding. And he's traumatized at him, uh, traumatized by the situation himself. So I'm like, like mm-hmm. we see throughout the chapter, um, or we heard from like, we saw the king, like give a little glimpse of his life. Uh, not like a glimpse of his life, but like we see him being scared and like homeless or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm like thinking like what could it have been like what did he go through what is he hiding exactly that like he's, he's like this adamant on mm-hmm. not letting people find out he it's a big secret and it's something that you know is just as terrifying for Modius himself and he only knows so much about death yet he has such big things he knows about it that's quite jarring like him saying like it's big it's red it, it's it's lifeless you know like when the the, it's like the magical deer died which i cannot believe they killed the magical deer you don't kill magical (sighs) beings come on oh my gosh that made me so sad that scene was so good though like Mm -hmm. the way modius reacted he's like heal it like you did with the freaking that made me cry i was literally tearing up bro i was like this is so like, I don't know. It's so intense. Mm-hmm. And it just made me feel so sad. I was like, mm-hmm. he's literally just like, yeah, he was ordered to kill fairies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wait, you guys can't see me. I did air quotes. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think that he was actually made to kill. More like, you know, maim or stop or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Norix ever actually had a full, like fully intended for there to be death. So I feel like that's why like he's like kind of swaying from that. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I was going to talk about this after you read the episode, but I uh-huh. guess I'll just bring it up right here. Yeah. Um, I, if, if more, if Modius was made to kill fairies, I can 100% see that that was the purpose, but I really had the the feeling that whenever Norris was talking about you have to give something to get something, and that's how uh-huh. alchemy works, uh-huh. I want to say he took the soul of a fairy. So I was thinking make, that too. Um, to make our suit of armor, and so because of that conscience that's in that metal, mm-hmm. That person that or that fairy that he had before isn't isn't the killer. 
Yeah, it's not reciprocating mm-hmm. the, the deed he was supposed to follow. Mm-hmm. It's building autonomy. That's the word. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. I really feel like the more this progressive progresses, that this this theory is that Norix had like a friend or something that was a fairy that got turned into an elf and was so depressed that or yeah was so depressed or scared for their life like that they did this as a way for him to live on live Mm -hmm. on but not in like the body of a fairy or elf that's what i'm thinking but i don't know i thought about it too like that i i think everyone has like kind of like thought that modius was made from the soul of a fairy and i thought that too but i really like your theory on it like maybe it was like someone that was close because especially after reading this chapter i feel like i'm like why is he so like distraught why is he so adamant Mm -hmm. on not talking about it and he doesn't want to like accept the fact that modius can have his own like sense of self i guess Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to give it like he doesn't want to humanize him but at the same time like he it's like his life's work i don't know like i don't i can see your theory being true like it had to be he i was gonna say something about jujutsu kaisen but i don't think you guys have watched the movie and i was gonna Mm -hmm. tie that in so never mind (laughs) you know here's what uh, after what you said um i was just gonna say that modius has you know a lot of capabilities a lot of autonomy Mm -hmm. sense of self but you know his purpose when he was made was to be a weapon whether Mm -hmm. or not it was meant to kill like he understands his orders it's to kill fairies because that's what he states in past chapters Mm -hmm. but his his own understanding of it all is like, I don't know what kill is. And then if like Norix were to humanize him, he's not only humanizing his, his work, his, uh-huh. um, his weapon. And if that were the case, then his weapon fails, you know, with the intention that he created for. And it doesn't sound like he can do it a second time. You know, like he's like, he can't have this one fail because if this fails, if Modius fails for in his, you know, intentions, then something well, bad, bad will happen to Norix, I'm assuming, because this is his only way to do it. Oh, mm-hmm. if that's the case, then potentially the reason why um, Modius isn't harming Lucia, even though she's a fairy, is because her orders are to protect her. Mm-hmm. Yes, true. Damn, there's just so much going on. Norik, stop Dude. being so traumatized. Who hurt you? <laughs> Literally, who, who hurt, hurt you, bro? You? Who hurt you? This isn't even like a safe world either. Like, no one is safe, whatever Literally. background you are. Like, where can you even go to get therapy? Because uh, they might out you. <laughs> Literally. When it comes to Norix, I feel like they showed portions that makes me wonder, like, what happened to his mom? Mm-hmm. I really feel like he has some trauma about this fairy war and we uh-huh. just don't know. Exactly. Yeah, I honestly think that too. Speaking of his mom, we see a little image of her that was like, you know, we don't really see her face, but her hair and shit like that. Sorry. Um, anyways, um, <laughs> there was a scene, I feel like, where Lucia kind of had the image of his mother 
And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, was she a fairy? Was maybe. she a fairy? Maybe. I've thought about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe he's also like a major, whatever. Because we don't see him using flowers and stuff like that. Yo, what say- if he used his mom's soul? Oh. Oh. Yo. Yo. And his mother was a freaking fairy. That's rough. It's Lucy's something that I've thought about, mother? to be honest. I've thought about it before, but then I was just like, I don't know. Lucia and mother? <laughs> if that's the case, should I start talking, like, speaking for Morris in a, hi, sweetie. Hi. <laughs> exactly. Like, it just changes everything. But, like, yo, what if. Oh my gosh, is he masculine? Is she not? I don't know. <laughs> oh, speaking uh, of like. 2020. Masculine. Too. He and can feminine. be whatever he wants. Speaking mm-hmm. of all that, I really like, I don't, I've kind of noticed it later. When they talk about Quinn, they use they and them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that. I really like that. I appreciate the. I appreciate exclu- that. the in- inclusive pronouns. Exactly. I'm like, it's not just he or she or whatever. It's they and them. And I've noticed that they do that throughout the story. At first, maybe I was like, oh, like I didn't notice it, but then I noticed it as a commentary. I was like, yo, that's awesome. I love that. Like that's so cool that you're mm-hmm. doing this. So I'm yeah. gonna read a little bit more, and then we'll touch a little bit again. So she said, I do not mean, okay. Yes. Well, you must learn to suffer through it as I do. It is better for you to be here anyhow. Why? Because it is where you belong. Instead of playing knight and princess. Gives book. You still haven't Mm -hmm. talked with Lady Lucia about your creation, have you? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Good, good. It is better that way. Takes up book. You said that Lucia would hate me if I ever told her. Hate me for what I am. Yes, so it's best if you... I think you're wrong. She would not hate me. You believe she has that high an opinion of you? Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's a wedding. It's a wedding. (laughs) Obviously, your ability to think is not as powerful as everyone keeps telling me. What about me? Do you think she would hate me? What I did? I do not know. But if we told her... No. I forbid you for speaking to her or anyone else about that night. King Raymond was barely able to keep the entire thing quiet. I won't have you telling the entire kingdom and ruining my life. Face palms. (laughs) Could I talk to you about it? Why? Why do you insist on talking about it? At all. Gods, it was easier when you were just a silent reminder. But now you want to talk about it? This is my punishment, isn't it? The gods' idea of a sick joke. I'll never be able to forget everything that happened in that damned manner. Sob, sob. Don't touch me. Smack. Don't talk to me. Let's just go back to the things that they way things were just (laughs) 
stop talking. That broke um, my heart. Mm-hmm. That really hurt. Yeah. Um, I just want to say something. Um, when he went and he kind of like had a panic attack, he's like, Why do you want to keep talking about it? It's uh I liked it better when you were like a silent reminder. I was like, silent reminder. Yeah. So are you a fairy? Are you yes. a fairy, bro? It's- are you a fairy? You're yep. a fairy, so why aren't you? That's what this is. He's a silent reminder of his dead fairy friend or dead fairy mother. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> and my big he thing did it is to make them alive and they're not alive. Well, the fact that he brings up what happened in the manor, I really think that maybe it wasn't. Oh, yo, okay, mind blown, poof, idea. (laughs) So, the king who saved Lucia, Norix was with him that night, and the fairy, like, the mom or the dad or, like, somebody from her village was going to die because of this war, and he put that person into the suitor armor and now that's why they have such a tight connection. Mm-hmm. Dude, that could totally be a thing. I have so many questions. Also, yeah. the king, the father, where the heck is he? I want him to show up so we can get some answers, bro. Is he Dude, just it makes sick? Me so sad that he's like sick. I really feel like this is just one of those flaky moments. Mm-hmm. Huh. But ooh, ooh. What if the reason why he can't come over there is because he made a deal that he would keep Lucia at the castle so no one knew? And since she's over there, he's trying to hide it. Dang. Yo. That would be crazy. He's the true MVP. Yeah, like, he really really is is. just probably stirring things up over there. He's like, no, no, honey, I I can't really come over there right now. I'm so sick. (laughs) (laughs) Sips tea. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, dude, she's going to come back to her castle and be like, dad, I missed you. And there's going to be, like, a bunch of hidden fairies. He's going to be like, (laughs) oh, God, that'd be so funny. What do you think of the potential? Like, what's her name? I can't remember her name, but the the future queen. Cursey? Yeah, Cursey. So I personally, in the beginning especially, I do like their friendship. Um, I don't think she's like, she doesn't have like any malicious intent towards her or anything like that. But she is very sheltered. I'm going to say that. She is very sheltered. She doesn't really understand the world, I feel like. Not Not that Lucia did either. I feel like she was also pretty sheltered. Mm-hmm. but she's learning right now and she also was sheltered but she's also a fairy so she still knew somewhat you know but i do like their friendship i um in the recent chapters where they kind of have like have a certain falling out um i just i didn't like the way she said things because it makes lucia not being able to trust her but i feel like there's potential for her to trust her I really hope that they can get through it and that Lucia can, like, you know how she's always talking about choice and having her own opinion and having her own choices and being able to tell someone out of her own free will. I hope that she uses that and is able to tell Kersey, like, hey, I'm a fairy, we're friends. 
like I'll open up because Kirstie's we also see Kirstie's point of view where she's all like oh like she's never truly opened up to me and I hope they take that and they run with it and they like you know get like super tight like super tight they are tight but like more because we we're just waiting for this wedding at this point after the wedding I feel like shit's gonna happen it's gonna get crazy because what's gonna happen with Lucia? Is she gonna stay at the castle, be a mage, or is she gonna go and be a monarch freaking queen? Because yeah. that's what she's supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. I feel like. That vow that she made with Quinn. Yes. Like what a baddie. Yes. She's gonna do something. So much. She's confidence. gonna lead. I loved that. And I feel okay. That was um, I was kind of like, dude, why would you do that? Why would you <laughs> risk your life like that? But at the same time, I was like, dude, that was epic. And Quinn is gonna be like, okay, mm-hmm. she's not lying. Obviously. Okay, like I, I completely understand where she's coming from where she did that, because the moment Quinn was like, yo, you could have been doing this, you could have been doing that. Where were you? Mm-hmm. And she's just like under a rock in my little castle what do you expect and it kind of hurt me how quickly Quinn was all like man you freaking turned on us you left us and clearly that's not the case when she's been coming to visit you Mm -hmm. and trying to be there for you this whole time and helping your pixie too bro like dude like, that was the first thing she thought of, too, after the fire. She's like, I, she thought of Quinn. She thought of Lazuli. Lazu, Lazu, Is that her name? Lazuli. Sounds good to Lazuli. me. Lazuli. Close Lazuli. enough. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's the first thing she did. She broke the bond or the vow to let her go, to save her. She was not worried about herself. She saved this pixie. That's not even her pixie. She thought of Quinn and their feelings. And I'm like, yo, how could you think? That she was, like, doing nothing, just sitting on her ass, waiting around for life to happen. She was literally sheltered. She is traumatized. And she doesn't know, uh, she does not know of this world. How could you, like, say all those things? That really triggered me. Because I'm like, dude, you know that she doesn't know. Yeah. Like, he, he literally, they, they literally told them about elves. Mm-hmm. What makes you think if you had to explain that, that she would know any different? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just some sort of, I think that's even what the the surgeon had mentioned too, is that you're going to get a lot of crap from people because of who you are. And well, she's a monarch. Yes. And, you know, for like, a lot of them resent them because, you know, it, it was really manipulative, that peace treaty that they made, you know? Yeah. That on their end, they can't break a vow. So therefore they couldn't do anything. Otherwise they die. Like there was a lose-lose situation for them. And so in her case, you know, a lot of the fairies just kind of view her people as, you know, just the reason why this chaos began in the first place. And so like the surgeon's like, you're going to have, you're going to do a lot of crap. I hope you know that. And this was just a, a good example of that. It sucks because, you know, Quinn has seen that side of Lucia who is selfless, who thinks of others, who wants Uh to learn. She's not trying to be oblivious. She wants to learn who she is. She wants to know Mm -hmm. what her people are like. It's going to be brutal. 
because it has been brutal to learn about it. But this is what she is trying to do. And yes, I was like, yeah, Quinn kind of sucks just for that reason where it's like, you've seen the things that she has done for you. And, but I feel like there's just that hidden resentment that the fairies have all just been grown to accustom, you know? And it seems like Quinn knew, or at least they had an encounter when they were younger. So Quinn must've seen a lot of the things that the monarchs went through and has probably like a resentment from way back in the day. And so maybe seeing those wings were like, oh, it was a trigger. You failed us. You like, what have you been doing? You know, it was like a, like something within. I think we really need to know what happened that night because honestly, I feel like there's something huge that happened since he remembers her as a kid. The king took her for a reason. Whoa. Oh, new theory. Instead of the king saving her, he took her as a pawn. Uh, mm. That would suck. Could you imagine if but right like, now, because he knows Lucia is at the different castle, mm-hmm. he's like, honey, I'm sick, and it's because he's actually killing all of her people? That would be awful, but I also don't think that's the case. I feel like that would be a really crazy turn of events, but I just, he's too, I feel like he was so caring and compassionate for her and to her that I don't think he would actually do something like that. I feel like maybe the pawn thing could be a very real thing i think that maybe he uh i don't know maybe maybe he made a vow maybe he made a promise or something with a fairy and was like take our daughter save our daughter and you know blah 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 and you know i actually feel like when v brought that up i actually could find a couple instances where maybe the things he was doing was actually not really benefiting Lucia because he raised her to be like, yeah, don't, you know, don't be a fairy. Don't mm-hmm. act like a fairy. Don't believe you're a fairy. His own daughter learning fairy curriculum, anti-fairy curriculum. That's if very true. this was something that he wanted his daughter to value, he wouldn't be shoving this stuff in her face, but mm-hmm. he wasn't stopping any of it. You know, he could have easily been like, this is a fairy, you know, this is who she is. We're going to yeah. accept her. But the I, outside world, you know, I did think of that. I was like, why did he hide that from Kersey too? And he made Lucia hide it from her, but they grew up to be literally like best friends. So that complicates it. And I don't know. I feel like he has good intentions. Maybe I might just be. Stupid, I, I want to be optimistic. Know. I mean, I do. Yeah. I do want to be optimistic, but I feel like I'm being a little bit dumb here, but it's okay. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like, so I know I just had this horrible theory. But I, I really like my first my first theory that I ever had. And I'm going to come back to this because it's the one that makes you the happiest. And it kind of can tie all of the theories together. So let's say that Lucia and Quinn and their little village are all about whatever. This battle breaks out. The king is there and the king has ill intentions because he thinks that he needs to save his daughter since they're around the same age. But in the middle of the battle, he sees these two parents that are trying to save these kids. Quinn is now taken away, sees this gruesome battle, sees that these monarchs aren't doing anything because the parents are trying to sacrifice themselves to save Lucia. So the king has a change of heart, takes the daughter, 
keeps her away from all of this bloodshed because her parents sacrifice themselves there inside the thing. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that she has two dads just made me very happy. That was cool. I was like, this yes. is epic. I like it. I want to know so more she about adopted? that, though. Yeah, like, how does like, so fairy, fairy reproduction work? Like, were they able to just make a, make a fairy? Like, I'm curious. Because there's lore. Because <laughs> I'm like, if she's adopted, then how is she a monarch? You know, that's a fair point. Mm-hmm. What if, like, one dad is her actual dad? By I mean, one looks dad? just like Lucia. That's when true. you see so their maybe- images... Yeah, maybe he was with a woman before. Maybe, or maybe fairies—you don't have to be a woman or a male. Yeah, it's just magic. Like it's just magic. <laughs> you know that would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. They are magical creatures. They power through their wings. They just, had yeah. a heart on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Also, it's like, oh, there's a baby. That's ours. It is. We, we well, just do- love each other so much. <laughs> like butterflies mate i don't know any of that <laughs> me neither how do how you know do they sad butterflies like the actual butterfly itself only has a lifespan of like one to three days yeah it's actually you were saying here a butterfly dies every 14 minutes yeah i've oh, heard that that's too so sad. that's so depressing i feel like it's even shorter than that but i'm not sure i bet they really you know live the best lives they can live Mm-hmm. one to three days i'm fighting for my life I, oh i got real close to this mic i forgot i was here y'all <laughs> sorry if you heard some ruffling or something <laughs> you sound good i i'm trying to think of anything else like because this chapter mainly focuses on norx and what he could potentially be doing and i kind of wanted to touch on a little bit on what do you think he'll do when he finds out she's a fairy I I don't know. I think he's going to freak out. I think fairies have something to do with his past trauma. My first intention is that he's going to, like, my first thought is he's going to turn on her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to go crazy. I really think he's not. I think he's going to internalize it and just self-destruct. I think he's going to go kind of crazy and he's going to be like, yo, uh, Modius freaking kill her and Modi's gonna be like yo Norix calm the f down nah we ain't killing Lucia you need to chill let's talk about it yo and he's gonna like block him and then they're gonna have a fight and then Modius and you know yeah it's gonna be a battle but then Norix literally created him created him to be able to repel like spells and stuff so his powers won't work on him yeah he'll be like bruh I'm just trying to give you a hug chill out let's talk about it and then he's gonna tire himself out and then he's gonna fall to the ground why am i why have i thought this (laughs) you have a whole scene (laughs) in your head (laughs) they get into a fight and norix is like mo jugal kill get her and what he does is instead he opens up his armor sticks her in it and he's like <laughs> keep my There's woman's no name out your Yo. mouth. <laughs> keep her name out your mouth. When he used to edit that in there, like Norris. Like, <laughs> yes, can you can you do that? I need to see this happen. I need to see add this him happen. in there. 
Evan Norris has to do what Chris Rock truly did. Just take and it. Be like, yo, that that was the most that was the most hilarious thing ever. I respect <laughs> you. And then internalize all of that. Yeah. Oh my god. Or he can just be like, oh no, I'm a fairy too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Norris does he have regular ears? Do we see his ears at all? Um. I don't think we see his ears like that. They're usually hidden because his hair is usually down. Because um, his hair is down. Exactly. Ooh. But Ooh. last chapter, his hair was up. Last hair. Mm-hmm. Last That's hair. true. Last That's chapter, true. his hair was up. But that was for a special occasion. And he could have just, you know, done the magic and yeah. hit the ears. That's true. That is very true because uh, that's how the how yeah. pixie was a bird. Yeah, that's yes, true too. True, the glamour effect. Mm-hmm. So I was, I actually had thought about this before. I'm like, what if he's so traumatized because you know he is a fairy and he's seen a lot of things and he's, yeah, and the whole fairy soul thing and the whole okay, the whole thing at the black market thing where um, V was um, um, what he had like the wings and stuff like that. So I'm like, uh-huh. oh, I forgot where I was going with this. God. Wings. wings there was there's a reason i went there norix <laughs> it was norix and the V something like they're doing these things like that's kind of like anti-fairy like he's taking away wings and stuff like that but it's for if by their choice yeah. and maybe norix is doing this because you know maybe he is a fairy and he has fairy bloodline or whatever and he's doing this because you know it's his only option to be to survive and stuff like that mm-hmm. and he's mm. being forced because I couldn't see why if you are a fairy, you are siding with these royal people to kill fairies. I couldn't see why. Like, maybe that's like, maybe kind of relates to the other guy, V and stuff like that. You know, it kind of, it's a weird reference considering, well, it just went on its part three run. It will be. Um, but you know how like on Attack on Titan, there are Eldians who are forced to kill people essentially who are just like them because they felt like this is the way they need to be accepted this is the only way they're going to be able to live a peaceful life at least that's what they assume that they would be allowed to live and that could be what norix is thinking he has to do because it seems like he's been manipulated since youth to yeah feel like he has to build a suit of armor is going to kill he has to kill fairies he has to work magic the way they um, want him to yeah so i was thinking um it just came up, came to me as he started saying this. His mother was um, this really powerful mage and stuff like that, but she wasn't accepted as an apprentice because she wasn't a child. Mm-hmm. What if she wasn't accepted because she was a freaking fairy and then she worked as a, she, she was a maid for this family and they only accepted the kid, Norix, after she died and they said this was for the best. That's literally what they told him. Mm-hmm. This was for the best. So he's also, what if he's like half human or something? I could see that. So, so he's like hiding that fairy part of him, but that's why he's a really good mage and he mm-hmm. has like a lot of magical power and we never see him like using anything. So maybe he's like, he doesn't have wings, but he mm-hmm. has like the power. Yeah. But like, that's, that's why maybe that mage or whatever accepted him later and kind of brainwashed him to be mm-hmm. like this and anti-fairy because they couldn't they couldn't brainwash him to be anti-fairy if his mother was a fairy mm-hmm. and was still around Man, because I she'd be like background. fairies 
Exactly. And you don't know what happened. Why do they hate fairies so much? We need this build up. We need these these essential pieces, but of course, so many get them at some point. (laughs) Exactly. There's just so much that it could possibly be, Mm -hmm. and I cannot wait for the rest. I know. I cannot wait to read the next chapter, y'all. I know. When does that drop? There's like Friday. Friday. Or Thursday night, technically, or an Eastern. So, <laughs> should I just fast pass it? I have no patience. <laughs> oh my gosh, girl, just wait. It's cool. It's cool. We'll talk. I literally have no patience. We'll talk. We'll have to discuss that one too because this series has so much development and progress, and it's like we yeah! have so many theories. <laughs> literally, I I'm so glad I read it. I do I'm... have one more question before we you know jump uh-huh. off. It's whenever I noticed there was a little bit of discussion, but in my heart, it was this alternative. But whenever, you know, Lucia is essentially getting burned by the, you know, her whole, her whole room is on fire. Everyone's uh-huh. like, we yeah. can't get in. We can't get in. There's links. And even Norix mentions she only will allow people she wants in there. Right. That's the point of the magic she put on there. And then uh, Panda brought up how, Modius has like this ability to repel magic because of the iron uh-huh. of his suit. Um, so there's, before, yeah, the so there little, is, yeah, exactly. The little thing that she cast earlier, it didn't yeah, work on so, him. So, like, the speculation is did she want him to go in there? Like, was she okay with him coming in there, or did he go in on his own because he was able to repel the magic? In my heart, I think it's because she wanted him there. <laughs> I during when i read the chapter i think i thought of it as like she wanted him in there but it i could i could see it being both she wanted him there but also he has the ability to repel the magic so but i'm gonna choose to believe that she wanted him there that's all okay so i i was gonna say like um i was gonna ask why do you think the fire happened and stuff like that i know her magic kind of got out of control but i I'm gonna answer it myself because this is my <laughs> I don't know why I'm gonna answer it myself. But anyways, <laughs> I asked you guys, but I'm, I'm gonna answer it. <laughs> okay, cool. Do it. Here, I'll ask you, why yeah. do you think the fire started? <laughs> okay, so so my theory, <laughs> so my theory was like the whole night was just a lot for her, and she was going through a lot of emotions. Like she learned so much about the fairy world that day and like how she can't do anything but she's living a lie and i think she was just honestly trying to self-destruct that's what it was i think she wanted to end herself and but at the same time i also think there was a little part of her that wanted to live on and that's why i think that she wanted the only being or person or whatever being able to enter the room was modius she still wanted someone to try to save her Mm -hmm. because she fully didn't want to die so that, that was my reasoning behind the whole thing, that why she wanted him there. But I don't know if that even makes sense to you guys. Or I'm just saying them again. <laughs> no, it totally makes sense. Um, I I don't know if she wanted to kill herself or like, I could, I can understand the idea of self-destructing because sometimes when you don't know how to handle your emotions, we're going to have an Elsa moment here. Conceal, don't feel, right? Yeah. And uh-huh. then all of a sudden, there's a big blow up, and then she lets uh-huh. it go. And now, Elden, there's a bunch of snow, snow, snow. Exactly. You know? 
Like, See, that's so... why I didn't say anything about killing herself because I don't think she actually wanted to die. Mm-hmm. It was more of a self-destructive moment, like behavior and thoughts in her head kind of overwhelmed her and took over. And that's why the fire happened. I don't think she actually wanted to die. She was just yeah. so overwhelmed and confused and that hate that she felt towards herself and then the anger that she felt towards herself and the people and probably fairies too all that built up you know hatred anger and just other emotions are just kind of took over especially after the whole falling out with Kersey and that that night and um I just feel like that's what it was and yeah I don't yeah. think she actually wanted to die, though. That's I the agree whole with that a lot because thing. I think she she's had to live her whole life being just this person who follows Kersey mm-hmm. around, and now she's kind of learning that she is her own being and she can make her own choices. <clears throat> but at the same time, she's learning about her history and who her people are. Yeah, and she witnessed all these tragedies instantaneously, almost. It's like snap, snap, snap. Everything is coming at once. She's never felt such emotions you know Uh she's never had to feel attachment the way she did she did she's never had to feel this sorrow for someone and that's a lot to take in especially after that fight with with Kersey it's like she's just trying to figure out if she even has choices in her life and then here's Kersey trying to you know remind her that she's in a position where she can't make choices and that Uh the one person that she truly enjoys hurt their company uh, so all of a sudden is forbidden to see her like it's uh, I, I think it would throw me for a loop yeah self-destruction oh, yeah. I felt like it was comparable to someone having like a panic attack yeah and it just going spiraled over. out yeah um with all this being said I kind of want to have a PSA here mm-hmm. if anybody feels like they can relate to Lucia and they don't know how to deal with emotions because you either we're told not to do, not to handle them. Like, don't worry about it. My mom told me all the time, anytime I tried to open up to her, she would say, let it go and <laughs> would cut me off. And so I really didn't know how to handle my emotions. If you relate to this, this shows that there are people that are there. You have a support system. If you need it, the suicide hotline, you don't have to try to kill yourself. You can literally just talk to somebody and they are there to hear you out 24-7. They speak English, Spanish, 800-273-8255 if you need it. If not, drop a comment. I will gladly remind you that you have a purpose. Hit any one of us up, honestly. Like, you know, if you don't feel comfortable calling the hotline and you want to talk to, like, someone else, you know, Goobs, you know, she'll tag us, you know, mm-hmm. hit me up, Panda Craze 97. You know, if you need to talk, I'm there to listen. You know, I could do that too. Cause, you know, sometimes it'd be like that. I've talked about it here before. You know, I got these two. They listen to me and my crap all the time. So I got them, you know, I got someone to support me. Oh my God, I'm getting emotional. Anyways, <laughs> but so yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but like, definitely, like, if you guys relate, like, seriously, like, actually. You can mm-hmm. definitely like hit me up, DM me on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Like, you know, I got you. I can listen. I want to I kind of suck B at talking, like, but you know. Yeah. I want to thank <laughs> B for dropping that in there because it is a very important discussion. Is. And I think the content warning was important for this episode because we're reminded of the things that Lucia went through. And even on those episodes when it happened, we were warned of it because, and also I think it just raises awareness of what 
inner turmoil someone can suffer and how other people can be oblivious to it yet they she still had a support system and yet the people who she was kind of surrounding herself with you know as a kind of like a facade like with Kersey it's it felt like she wasn't getting listened to the way she was meant to you know so you know we can see her support system exactly beautiful yeah I love it I was gonna say I honestly felt like after you said that, I'm like, I felt like I relate to that. Mm-hmm. Not that everyone needs to know that. But again, I used to feel like mm-hmm. I can relate to that. Not like right now. Yeah. I got I got people now. There are people I got that are people. out for you. you I'm, I'm in my yeah. character development arc, y'all. I have found <laughs> said support system. Lucia, mm-hmm. Queen, you'll find them too. I mean, you yeah. found them, but you know, yes. eventually you'll like talk to them, hopefully. There will be people there out for you. You are exactly. not alone. And I want to thank B for bringing that up. I'll be sure to leave all of that in the description below. Yes, like they said, feel free to contact us anytime you want. I think we're going to have to call off in a little bit, but um, this was a really good chapter to talk about. I had a lot of fun, and I can't wait that we can discuss it again. Yes. And with all of the emotions and lore and unexpected twists in the future. So I am Goobs. I am Panda. Oh, wait. We'll see you next time. time. Bye, y'all. Not Notion. Bye. Not Notion. Who's that? (laughs) (laughs) all right bye i would like to take a moment to thank my wonderful co-hosts and friends b and panda for joining me on this discussion of suitor armor if you would like to reach out to either of them at all i will leave links to all of their social media in the description box below let me know your thoughts and opinions of what we discussed today in this episode by messaging me through either of my social media handles my twitter Instagram and TikTok handles are at the Tomb Balloon. I would love to hear from you. Also, definitely tell me any other webtoons, anime, or manga you're interested in. I may talk about them in future episodes. The Tomb Balloon podcast can be listened to on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and more. Now, let's end this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today and taking the time to listen to my humble podcast. I look forward to talking with you again. This is the Toon Balloon Podcast. I was your host, Gooby. See you next time.